Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me today. I had everything set, and right before I started the broadcast, the breaking news of Donald Trump's tax returns were released, so we will talk a little bit about that. The debate is coming this week, so let's gear up and get ready for that debate. There will be no indictments in the Breonna Taylor case, and we'll talk about what that means. And also, Donald Trump was asked if there would be a peaceful transfer of power, and his response was very Donald Trump-like. My name is Brian Rundle. This is Run's House. Let's get it started. So I'm sitting behind the microphone getting ready to do my podcast and right before I hit the record button, along comes some breaking news and of course I have to take a look at it and say, what now? What is going on? And it turns out that the New York Times got their hands on Donald Trump's tax returns over the last 15 years they got their hands on Donald Trump's tax returns. And you're not going to believe it. It's a little bit of a shocker. It turns out Donald Trump was an upstanding citizen. He paid his taxes and everything that he said was true. No, of course I'm kidding. It was exactly what we all thought, that this guy was the con man and the scam artist we all knew he was. Not only was he the con man and scam artist that we knew that he was, there were some pretty juicy gems in this story. Now, I've not had time to read the entire thing because the story is very long. One thing I did read in the very beginning, it says that there are more stories and more things about this to come in the next coming weeks. So this is just the beginning of it. But I did happen to catch a moment of Donald Trump's press conference when he was asked about these taxes. And as always, he was a rambling idiot. He had, I, and I don't even know why, I, I didn't get to it on time to even know why, Rudy Giuliani and Chris Christie were sitting there. And he would keep turning to them and trying to get responses from them. It was, he was rambling on. He sounded like the idiot that we have come to know for not just his presidency, but even beyond that. But he's going to have to answer to the American people why in 2016, the year he was elected and his first year in office, he paid $750 in taxes. This supposed billionaire paid $750 in taxes. I would venture to say that people who work at McDonald's or people who work as a secretary or people who work in an ice cream shop pay more than $750 in taxes. Undocumented immigrants pay more than $750 in taxes. So that's just one of the gems that came out from this story. It also turns out that he paid $0 in taxes 10 of the last 15 years. Absolutely nothing in taxes. He was being honest when he said he was under audit, 
But that came out as well, the reason why he is under audit. He is under audit because he received a tax refund in the amount of $72 million. It was $70 plus million. He received a tax refund on, and they're looking into that just to see how legitimate this tax refund is. But one of the biggest stories, I think the biggest story of this New York Times article is that he is in debt over $300 million and he has to pay this debt back within the next four years. And by the looks of it, he doesn't have the money to pay it back. So why is this important? It is important for quite a few reasons. One, you have a guy who people voted for. They voted for him because he said he was a great businessman. So turns out he's a terrible businessman, just like I've been saying for ever since I've started this podcast and before that. But it's also important because when you have so much debt, it is possible you could compromise your position as president and also your position as president can be compromised. So these are the exact reasons why a presidential candidate should have to show their tax returns to make sure everything's clean, to make sure that you're paying taxes, and to make sure that you cannot be compromised. None of which appear to match the president who is currently holding office. But once again, got to hand it to him. He's up there at the podium. They're asking him about it. And what does he do? Fake news. It's just fake news. Don't worry about it. It's New York Times. It's fake news. No, it's not fake. Yeah, it is. It's fake news. Uh, next question. And he calls on a, a reporter from OAN or that wacky, you know, the, the one that's trying to make Fox News look normal. OAN and starts going to some diatribe about Hunter Biden and starts asking Chris Christie and crazy Rudy Giuliani questions and it, it's just such a mess he he looked like a fool he sounded like a fool yet 30% of the country is still saying that's my guy he's my hero I don't care I don't care if he didn't pay anything in taxes I don't care that undocumented immigrants paid way more than he did oh and there's also some story about how he gave his daughter Ivanka $700,000 and it was written off as a consulting fee And Ivanka claimed those on his taxes, on her taxes, for consulting services. And as I said, there is more to come out according to the New York Times article, and we should be seeing some more stuff in the next few weeks. Again, this is just going to get crazier and crazier, and Donald Trump and his team are going to get more and more desperate. That's exactly what's going to happen. Now, we have a debate this week. Obviously, I am recording this before the debate, but... You know, I have some predictions as to what's going to happen. Joe Biden, I think what his strategy should be and I think what it's going to be, they'll bring up the taxes a little bit, but he won't harp on that. He just needs to stick with health care. He needs to stick with the coronavirus. He needs to stick with jobs and things that the American people will care about. Now, unfortunately, as I've said before, these debates really are more of a who had the best zinger lines, but I think this time it might be a little bit different. I think if Joe Biden just stays the course and doesn't get rattled by Donald Trump and rattles him a little bit, Joe Biden will blow him out and win the debate and win the presidency. It's rope-a-dope time, baby. 
Rope-a-dope. Do you know what rope-a-dope is? Muhammad Ali, the great Muhammad Ali, used to use the old rope-a-dope tactic is what he would do. He would get his opponent all worn out because he would just lean back on the ropes and let his opponent just keep punching and punching and punching until they wore themselves out. And that's what's going to happen with Donald Trump. He's going to wear himself out. I mean, I really think he wants out of this thing. And the only reason why he wants to win the presidency is so he can escape jail time or escape all the debts that are coming to him until he could bide more time. And I do apologize. I think I gave misinformation earlier. I said that he owed $300 million in debts. Actually, it turns out it's $421 million in debt. He is $421 million in debt and he can't pay it back. He knows it. I know it. You know it. Everybody knows it. Look it up on the internet, as he would say. But back to the debate, just think of the list of things Joe Biden has to attack him. Now he could attack him on the tax returns. He could attack him on the Russian bounty story. He can attack him on race relations. He can attack him on how horrific his response was to the coronavirus. He can attack him that he had to pay off a porn star to keep her quiet. He can attack him that he took sides with Russia and Vladimir Putin against his own intelligence agencies. How about calling soldiers losers and suckers while at the same time talk about his own son's service to our country? The attacks will be aplenty and Donald Trump and his team are just going to rely on real fake news like the Hunter Biden story and that Joe Biden forgets what he's talking about. That's their whole strategy. It's been basically his whole strategy throughout his presidency is just say dumb shit and hope he gets away with it. And so far he has. But we are starting to wind down. We're getting to the end here. We are five weeks away from this election. Five weeks and so far, no cracks in Joe Biden's armor. And at this point, there should be no reason why this should not be a cakewalk and a blowout of an election. And that is the one thing I fear. I said earlier, Donald Trump and his team are going to get more and more desperate. So I'm afraid of what they are capable of and what they will actually do over these next five weeks. But they better come up with something damn good because right now the lines are drawn. Most people know who they're voting for. I think any independent, if you are truly an independent and you do plan on voting, if you add up everything about Donald Trump, all the positives about Donald and all the negatives about him and all the positives about Joe Biden and all the negatives, how could you possibly still be considering Donald Trump? How? And this is not a Democrat versus a Republican thing. This is a decency and respect thing. A decency, respect for the American people, and respect for the office of the presidency, and respect for the Constitution, which this president has zero. Also, a little bit more respect and sensitivity to the racial issue that is going on in this country. Now, we just had news that the police officers in the Breonna Taylor case will not be prosecuted. And naturally, that is upsetting a whole lot of people, black people, white people, people who just are looking for justice in this world. And Breonna Taylor and her family and the people protesting for her feel like they are not getting justice. Sure, the family received $12 million. Well, a few things about that. A, I would imagine that the family would rather have their daughter back instead of the $12 million. B, I would also guess that 
the people who did not receive any money for the death of Breonna Taylor are still pretty upset about what is going on in this country and how black people are being treated by police officers. Now, one thing I will say that you can make the case that this wasn't necessarily a racial targeting necessarily. In other words, that the police officers did not shoot Breonna Taylor because she was black. And I've heard people try to make cases. I And this is the one thing about these cases that drive me insane is that everybody always has to try to find an angle so they can be right about it. But let's go with the theory that it wasn't a racial profiling. There is one thing that a lot of people are leaving out about this story. What they're leaving out is there was no reason for the police officers to go to Breonna Taylor's home. None whatsoever. The gentleman that they were looking for was somebody that Taylor had dated two years prior. So the person that was in the house with Brianna Taylor was not the person that they were looking for. This was a guy that she was dating. He has no criminal record. He owned his gun. It was registered. So you have two people living their lives normally. And because she had associated with somebody two years ago, she is now dead. Why I'm just I just don't understand why there wasn't a little bit more investigation as to Brianna Taylor and the gentleman that they were looking for were no longer involved with each other. They hadn't been involved with each other for two years. Now there was I guess a, that they had been in contact within two years, but they have had really nothing to do with each other. And what's more frustrating is it turns out that the gentleman that they were looking for that night was detained before the police officers went to Brianna Taylor's home. And it also turns out that on the police report that they wrote a particular time down and then on a couple of reports they changed the time later to show that it that the gentleman was detained after they went to Brianna Taylor's home, which is very suspicious. So, you know, for anybody not to complain about this and to complain about the system altogether is just another way to ignore that there is a problem. Another big story this week, Donald Trump held a press conference and he was asked this question. Win, lose, or draw in this election, will you commit here today for a peaceful transferal of power after the election? There has been rioting in Louisville, there's been rioting in many cities across this country, red and your so-called red and blue states. Will you commit to making sure that there is a peaceful transferal of power after the election? Well, we're going to have to see what happens. You know that I've been complaining very strongly about the ballots, and the ballots are a disaster. I and, understand that, but and, people are rioting. Do you commit uh, to making sure that there's a no, peaceful wanna, transferal of power? We want to have get rid of the ballots and you'll have a very trans, we'll have a very peaceful there won't be a transfer, frankly. There'll be a continuation. Uh, the ballots are out of control. You know it. And you know who knows it better than anybody else? The Democrats know it better than anybody else. Go ahead. The ballots are out of control. What are you talking about? You know it. Everybody knows it. I hate when he says that. And it's just, it's the, I don't have an answer to your question. So I'm just going to give my blanket BS response, the you-know-it-I-know-it response. That's the president of the United States basically saying if I lose, then I am going to throw a hissy fit. And you are going 
to have to do everything you can to remove me because I will sue. I will get to the bottom of how you cheated to beat me because there was absolutely no other way, even though every poll shows Joe Biden significantly ahead and not just for a week, not just for two weeks, but for months now, Joe Biden has been significantly ahead. There is zero reason at this point for Joe Biden to lose this election. But Donald Trump is going to continue to sow the seeds of doubt. He is going to get into people's heads into thinking that this really was a rigged election and the Democrats are 100% behind it. I don't know, man. I don't know how much more of this I could take. This is just, <laughs> we got five weeks. Can, can we all hang in there for five more weeks and just get this over with? I think every day of the celebration of watching that night, Joe Biden being announced as the new president of the United States. What I also try to do is not think about the alternative. I cannot think about how I will feel if Donald Trump wins again. And no, it's not a safe space thing. I'm not a snowflake. I'll be able to handle it. But this is not a normal presidency. So the reaction to this guy winning again is just going to be one where I will be just sick. I'll be sick to my stomach to know that the American people, well, let me take that back, a section of American people who had enough votes in a couple of swing states think that this guy is the best person to run our country. He can't run his own life. He can't run his own family. He can't run his own businesses. He can run nothing. The only thing he runs is to the toilet and tweets like he's a 14-year-old. It's embarrassing. It's an embarrassment. And yes, that's another thing that I will feel that night. Embarrassed. Embarrassed for our country. I wonder how we got to this point. I always thought for a while there, things really were getting better. I, I, I mean, I knew things were not perfect. I knew that there was still a lot of work to do, but things felt like they were at least getting better. But not only did they get worse under this president, there is now a sector of people who see this and see what they have and see what they had if they lost. And they're not going to want to let it go. So there are other Donald Trumps out there and they know they have an army of idiots to line up and vote them in. Another thing we're going to have to contend with here now is this Amy Coney Barrett, the justice that Donald Trump has nominated for the Supreme Court. And you know what the problem is? She's going to get in and there's going to be little that the Democrats can do to stop it. Now, I hope there is a plan. You know, I keep hearing that there's plans and they're going to do something about it. I'm not sure exactly what it is they can do. But with her being on the Supreme Court, you can almost guarantee Roe versus Wade will be overturned and that Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act will be dismantled. There's actually a hearing to the Supreme Court about the Affordable Care Act right after the election and Amy Coney Barrett will more than likely be judging on that particular case so there is a very good possibility that could be gone. And there is a good possibility Donald Trump could be voted out. And there will be no health care plan that will replace it. None. 
And what really kills me is how the Republicans blatantly lie. They keep saying that pre-existing conditions will be protected, but they're doing everything they can to overturn this. They're trying to do everything they can to get rid of the Affordable Care Act, which does cover pre-existing conditions, and they have nothing, absolutely nothing to replace it. Of course, we've talked about this before. Donald Trump keeps saying he has a plan, and it's coming out, and it'll be a beautiful plan plan. It'll be the greatest healthcare plan you've ever seen. And he stands up on his box just like a good snake oil salesman does. And then he's going to leave town and people are going to go, where's the healthcare plan? Where's the guy with the healthcare plan? So, oh, he's, I think he's been gone for a couple days. Well, is he coming back? I don't, know. I don't know. Well, shit. I mean, I gave him my money. So I'm assuming he's going to come back and give us what he promised us. Oh, I'm sure he will, Earl. He was a very nice fella. I can't see him leaving us high and dry like the last eight people that came through our town and did the same thing to us. He's different. He's kind-hearted, and he's a good Christian. Well, I suppose you're right. Ugh. Oh, anyway, I don't know. Okay, we got five weeks, everybody. Time to hunker down. Let's do this thing. I... Hope this five weeks goes by somewhat quickly. I have a feeling it is going to take forever. And as I've said before, the next five weeks, we are going to hear some crazy shit. So buckle in. Get ready. Later on in the week, I'll be back. We'll talk about the debate that happened over the week. And I'm sure more crazy stuff coming out about Donald Trump. So we will discuss that as well. As always, I appreciate you listening to this show today. You can follow me at brun13. If you can, please subscribe, rate, and review the show. You can also contact me with any questions or comments at runshousepodcast at gmail.com. As always, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you soon.